the relationships in this business is everything. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 136 of The Real Word. Word is up. Word is up. I am down. You are down. Where I am. I'm, I'm somewhere else. You Not are somewhere Nicole else. Today. I like the background, though. I don't this. know. I don't. So I know that I can't actually see you at this very moment, but I did see your background. I don't. It's, it's wildly masculine. It's so. I feel Makes like it's. Feel I feel like you should have. I feel like you should have books. I feel like yes, smart books back here. Smart would probably be very smart sitting here, which means I'm going to probably. You need like a bow tie or something. I think you need a bow tie. Mm -hmm. I'm not a bow tie guy, but well, that room makes you need a bow tie. Yeah. All right, we've got two rackets today. Two Inman articles. No marketeer of the week. We're completely mailing it in here on the Labor Day week. Uh, just didn't have a marketeer. Nobody's doing the great marketing, I guess. I don't know. We we didn't have one this week, so we're going with two rackets, two Inman articles. I think this is really important in most people's market right now. Uh, sure. Racket number one: losing bidding wars? Question mm-hmm. mark. Ten strategies for victory, and then our next racket. Uh, we'll tell you how to avoid losing these bidding wars. But let's start with the strategies for victory, Nicole White, starting off with number one. Yep. Be respectful to the listing agent from the moment you book the showing. I mean, Mm. obviously. I mean, go in any market. Oh, I was going to, I was going to say, I mean, and you should really just show respect regardless of what market you're in. I, I mean, you're working together constantly. I mean, that's silly, but. Think of every showing as a potential sale. You have, the, you have to put your best foot forward from the very first interaction. There's no question that uh, there are certain agents that will let emotions uh, play into how they're going to educate their client on all these offers. So you don't want to put yourself at a disadvantage because you got the emotions by being disrespectful uh, up with your interactions with the agents. So yeah, absolutely. Be respectful. Always be respectful of your well, I think, agents. I think that's in our code of ethics. Absolutely. I mean, it should be because in all honesty, right now, the agents are probably judging you if they've dealt with you in the past, are probably using those too to sort of dictate to their sellers sort of if this is going to be smooth, is it going to be easy? Is it going to be hard? How does that agent, you know, usually handle their clients? So I, I think number one is, is a little bit of a racket because it should be all the time, but but we're going to pick which one we feel like is the most important. Most important? Okay. All right. Well, that one is not. So once we hear them all. All right. Number two, but call regard, the list. But you're talking about the most important in regards to this. In regards to this. For victory. Yes. Yeah. For victory. Yeah. For winning your buyer's, right. uh, you know, multiple yep. offer bid. Yep. Number two, call the listing agent. So as soon as you know your buyer is wanting to submit an offer, pick up the phone and call the agent, avoiding text message and email. I agree with this wholeheartedly. I think losing buyer agents are the ones that continuously are just texting and emailing because they're like, oh, it's just another agent. I don't need to have a conversation with them. Right. You absolutely need to get on the phone with that other agent yep. and talk them through the deal. Talk talk them through how committed your buyer is to closing on the property because actually closing on the property is going to be wildly important to them. 
I think all of them are important, though, at this point. I think you should call. I think you should text. I think you should. I mean, especially if they're not answering the phone. I think you should do phone, all three. Email. Yeah, I think you do all three. Give your feedback. I mean, I've even called listing agents while I'm at the showing so that my buyers know that I'm being diligent and letting the listing agent know that they're interested. So in this yeah. situation, I think in this, in, in, you know, in this climate, I mean, you need to over speak to listing agents at this point. Yeah. So. Number three, have the lender call the listing agent like that a lot, giving that little extra assurance that, hey, not only am I sending you the pre-approval or the pre-qualification form, but I'm having the lender now do what I just did, which is pick up the phone and give you that verbal assurance that this right. is going to be a smooth transaction. Love that one. I do too. I mean, because I, I honestly, in most situations, I am asking the buyer's agent if I can call the lender. So obviously mm-hmm. this sort of takes that question like out of my like sort of bullet point. But no, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. You're knocking that step out for them. Number four, yeah. have the buyer submit a personalized letter. I got to tell you, Nicole. Yeah. You're shaking your head yes because you know you've been an advocate of this and I've not been an advocate Huge of this. Huge advocate of letters. It's working big time right now. Sellers yes. really are enjoying these letters. I don't know why. There just must be emotional saps. But uh, it's their home, and so they want to know somebody is going to really love it the way that they did. They work, so I would say, yeah, go ahead and, and yeah. encourage your buyers to do this. They are working. I think what's great, though, too, as a listing agent, when you're providing them with the letter, though, too, they're getting a full picture then so that they're really making sort of a, a choice, not just based on, like, numbers too. You know, I mean, I, I'm dealing with so many sellers right now that are selling homes that they've lived in and raised their families. So uh, they're enjoying reading these as well to hear that like another family is going to be moving into their home or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think they're beautiful. Using in a number five, use an escalation clause. Absolutely. I mean, if if you're in multiple offer and you're, and you're not going to go up to your certain number per increments, you could be like, basically allowing your buyer to overpay by X amount because maybe right. there wasn't a bid close enough to their top number. So go to the top number using an escalation clause. Absolutely. Right. Number six, right. have a shorter inspection period. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't know that that's necessarily going to claim victory, but uh, definitely. It might not be the thing, but it, but it adds up. For sure. Right, the fact that you're going to get this knocked out and know if they're moving forward. Quickly. I mean, if you can waive, it says here, if you can waive the inspection period completely, that puts you in, in the best position. But as Absolutely. long as they know you're going to do the inspection right away, you're going to get back to them right away so that they know if they need to go back on the market or not. Right. That's going to be important for them to make a sure. decision. Yep. Uh, submit a higher escrow deposit. I've seen this more, people asking for higher deposits and... Uh, she, uh, whoever wrote this article here, uh, Cassina Corneva. Good job. Not sure which market she's from, but mm-hmm. she says the common escrow deposit is one to two percent, and she's always advising clients to go a little bit higher. Yeah, sure. I think that can help. I uh, guess I just eight. feel like if an agent and the attorney are doing their jobs, like the escrow has nothing really to do with it. But yeah, no, I agree. I mean, not in our market, anyways. But yeah. Some some of these higher end markets, it, it is really important. I'm not sure which market uh, she's in. She's oh, she's in Florida, Piney Woods Realty hmm. in Florida. Not sure where that's located, but she's in Florida. Number eight, let the listing agent know you're open to collaborating. Let the listing agent know that your buyers are open to collaborating and negotiating anything they submit. So they're open to 
you know, whatever. The maybe it's a closing gate. Maybe like the buyer thinks that 30 days yeah. is appealing, but they can go longer. I mean, absolutely. Maybe I mean, they I think want to that's rent important. back a garage, you know, all kinds of wacky stuff. All right, cool. Renting a garage. Um, Have you been in that situation before? Yeah. Recently, somebody was asking to rent out a garage and, and we had buyers that agreed to it and then they didn't agree to it at the last minute. You know, that ca- can cause a mess. So lovely. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like when you're in charge of like selling furniture. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Furniture, furniture sales. Number nine, write an email about your process. Uh, Hmm. The offer isn't just about the buyers and their qualifications. The buyer's agent plays a huge role as well. So basically validating your process and the way you're going to move through the transaction. I like that. I'd be wildly impressed if a buyer agent sent me information about the process. I'd probably follow that up with a recruiting pitch. But <laughs> I, do, I do like that a lot. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, it's almost like they're like interview. They're like, inter- are they interviewing? Let's say they're interviewing well, they, themselves. I mean, you kind of are applying for the position of being the one that gets right. to hmm. uh, have their buyers under contract. I like that. So very interesting. Okay. Number Never heard 10, of it. Be, be organized. If the listing agent has directions on the MLS and addenda. Addenda. Mm-hmm an addenda wow. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they request to be signed, make sure you do. Absolutely. Just have your, your Best office before. in yes. order. It right. kind of goes with number nine, the process. All right, Nicole, which of these 10 is the most important strategy for victory to make sure your buyer does not lose the bidding war? Which one are you going with? So I wish that I could choose one, but I feel like there's two in here that kind of go hand in hand. Um, Cause I All do right, we'll think that, I do think that the escalation clause is wildly important right now. I think that it's a great way, like you were saying, you know, not to sort of outbid yourself. But I yeah. do think that including a letter with that is wildly important because as we know, sellers aren't always picking the highest offer, they're picking the best offer. So yeah. I do think that it is important, even though you know you are going with an escalation clause to sort of protect yourself, that even if you aren't the highest price in that escalation situation, that the letter could potentially, you know, sort of like support what it is that you know you want. So you're going escalation four, clause yep, along four. with the letter. So yep. the two, so really basically you're going with what's in that offer, attach that offer, which would be a letter and what's in that offer, the escalation clause. Right. Okay. So yes. you're, you're combining four and five. I'm going to go with number two, call the listing agent. So here's a little tip for buyers. Have a really strong buyer agent that is working with you. Don't just pick your friend or somebody who's a part-time agent. Have a legit strong buyer agent that knows the listing agent community, that knows all the brokers and the agents in the area that you're looking in right. so that they have the relationship so that when they pick up when they pick up the phone and call to present your offer, they are now communicating exactly what you want and they have experience communicating with this particular agent in the past. I I can't stress this enough, how many listing agents are going to present three, four, five offers to their seller. Mm -hmm. And they are going to say, listen, these are all similar offers because likely when you're in a multiple offer situation, there are a lot of similar offers. Right. These are all similar. Uh, Offer A, I've worked with that buyer agent on a number of transactions. This is how they're gonna talk to their seller. Buyer agent number A is a great agent. She's very, very strong in our right. market. She works with strong buyers. She I love that you're present. that you're saying she too. What about he? Is there any men in here? Or he, maybe offer maybe no, number he, off, she, maybe whatever. offer two is he? 
they are, you know, usually these strong buyer agents. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> she's a great agent, right? And she's got her, she's got her, pro I know her process. I don't need her to send me the process because I know it. It works all the time. I've closed right. a number of deals with her. This type of language is going to get the seller to start thinking process, start thinking about the closing transaction, how smooth it's going to be with buyer agent number A. You know, because I, listen, I do this as a listing agent, right? If I'm not in a dual agency situation and I've got three, four bids from different brokers, I'm saying, hey, I've never heard of broker B. Doesn't mean broker B, you know, can't close this deal. Never heard of them. Right. They haven't done any deals. They're green. Okay. Right. I'm just giving you all the information so that you can make the best decision as the seller. So you need to work buyers with an agent that has the ability, not only everybody's got the ability to call the listing agent, but when they get on the other line, has the ability to say, hey, Nicole, how have you been? How's your family? Because we've worked together so right. many times. It's really important, guys. The relationships in this business is everything. Absolutely. And if you are a buyer agent and you're not picking up the phone, I don't care. Oh, I don't know this person. I'm just going to send them a text or an email. This is your opportunity now to create a great relationship with the agents and the brokers in your market. And it's going to help you on the next deal, the next deal, the next deal. I'd be doing every single part of the negotiation over the phone and then following up with text and email after uh, as the reassurance of what we talked about. Right. I think, I think if, if you let me add 11, because I feel like we always joke. Uh, there was an 11 on here. I know, but I feel like I want to add an 11 because I do think that even if you aren't um, winning right now, I do think that if your buyer is wildly serious about the property, that, that you should be having the seller sign your buyer's um, uh, offer as a backup offer. I feel like in this market right now, Mm -hmm. I'm having more and more of my buyers do that and they're actually winning them because then they're not right. back in a dual, like a multiple offer, you know, situation and they're next in line. And again, right. with like jobs and, and, and things changing so much, I do think that again, if your buyer is wildly interested in one property in particular, that you should definitely um, ask that agent if you're, if the seller is willing to sign it as a backup offer, because I think that you'll find that you may actually get it in the end. Yeah, that's a good strategy because yeah. there are people still in this competitive market walking away because they just couldn't get right. over the fact that there was a couple things on the inspection report that they didn't like. Yep. Uh, I think. Or again, jobs, it could come down to mortgage. It could come down to, I mean, really anything right now is still sort of, I feel like happening. So. And I thought that was a good piece. Uh, we'll link that great. up, of course. That's an Inman article. We'll, we'll link that up so you guys can check it out. Inman article number two, racket number two, another opinion piece, negotiating, question mark, seven words to put on your don't say list. So we gave you the 10 strategies, how to win these multiple offers. Now we're going to give you seven words you do not want to use if you're actually trying to be a better negotiator and trying to win that multiple offer bid. We'll do the same things. We'll go through uh, the seven here, Nicole, and we'll pick what, what we think is the most important one to avoid. Yep. Uh, number one, the word but mm -hmm. uh, negates whatever comes before it. You ever see that? Uh, I think it's uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Maybe it's Seinfeld. It's one of the two. You know, they say, they're talking about the, the phrase, with that being said, Nicole, yes. you look great today. Said. That being said... You know, I think you could have maybe used a little more makeup or right. maybe gone with the longer sleeves, you know, you know, it's, it's kind of like that thing, you know, I, I like, are you, are those real things? 
that being said, I just negated <laughs> that you look great today. That being said, you know, I think maybe the longer I think sleeve. it's just true in, the, in all of the world. The amount of times that my kids are like, but it's like, I don't, it's done. You're done. So everything There's you no said but. before There's is no useless. But. Yes. All right. Yes. So I agree. But is, but is a terrible word. I yep. probably use it way too often. Number two, can't. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sure your kids say that. Can't. Of course. Oh, another fun fact. Art Williams, he built Prime America, the insurance company. Okay. He, before he, you know, he built this billion dollar company back, I guess, in the 70s, 80s. And mm-hmm. before he built that company, he used to coach football down okay. south. Yeah. And he had this football team, young kids, and he had this paddle. You ever see Dazed and Confused? They got the, the paddle. Yes. And they're like whacking kids okay. on the butt. Yeah. So at the start of football season, anybody that said, I can't, any mm-hmm. kid that said, I can't, the other kids got to rat the kid out. So there was like a, it was like a culture of ratting each other out. Anytime someone says I can't, they got the paddle and that other kid that ratted him out got to paddle him on the, on the behind. No wonder why, no wonder why he's not coaching anymore. Was he fired? No, he was not. This is back in the seventies, Nicole. So Jeepers. can't was now, no, I think this is good for sports teams. Maybe uh, coach white paddling, paddling kids. The man would so, lose his job. What do you mean? Can't, <laughs> can't now <laughs> was, it was no longer said two weeks into the season. All his kids were trained never to say, I can't, Hey, you know, run through that hole. I can't, I can't. Nope. They wouldn't say I can't. You couldn't, you couldn't create a word game. Art Williams right. said to get his kids to say can't cause they know the paddle was coming. Can't obviously terrible word just in life in general. Don't use can't. So yep. I agree with that. Uh, hope. Three, hope. You hate the word hope too. I hate that word. You know, you know the saying, right? Remind me. Nicole? I, hope is not a strategy. I'm surprised I didn't put that in here. No, I'm not. It's not in here, but hope you always in our, uh, our uh, Friday meetings, you hate the word hope. Isn't that what people say? Yeah, or I want, yeah. I want, I want. I hope to do this week. I want to do want, this. I hope, yes. I want, hope and want, hope and want. Just commit. Right. right. Yeah, hope, hope's a terrible word. Uh, number four, if. Hmm. If this, then that. If that, then this. Hmm. If we get an offer, your offer is when, so low that I don't know if the sellers will even consider it. Interesting. Hmm. How about when we get an offer? Yeah, no, I'm hearing that. But even though you're making a low offer, I'm going to do everything I can to persuade the sellers to take it. Interesting. It's all it's all language so that right. the other agent feels confident in your ability. Uh, I, I like that. I like the if being out of your language. Hmm. No and not. Uh, I don't know because no, you know, you love you to, no. I love starting with no, or you just know, no, start with yes, start with no, both. That's an, and that's an answer. No, that's an answer. No, I you don't like need, no. you don't need anything more than no. Hmm. I think this is a racket. The Ritz Carlton has a policy. Their staff never tells a guest no, uh, or they are not able to do anything. So here's the thing. I think you always want to agree up front. Agreement is a great strategy, especially when you're working with your clients. You always want to agree. Uh, it's almost like that being said. I agree, that being said. Uh, but, you know, when you're dealing with another agent on a lowball offer, no is an acceptable answer. I'd love to work with you, but no, this isn't a good offer, right? right. I'd love to work with you. Yeah. No, this won't work. Uh, number six, should. Hmm. Uh, should. So I guess what we need to preface here in this article is that this is about negotiating um, like with another not, agent. Well, no, actually, it's not. A lot of these are how are you negotiating even with your client? Because it's talking mm. about, um, again, when we get down to um, 
even like try, like the next one, seven is try. I'm talking about. Well, here's the example for should. I think. Go ahead. Yeah, to your point with should agent, like speaking to the buyer, um, the house has been listed for almost a year. The seller should be thankful to get an offer. That now gets the buyers to your point to start thinking. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get a low ball offer in here. We're gonna get this for cheap, as opposed to the agent saying that house has been listed for almost a year. Let's see how much are they, they are willing to take given how long they have been on the market. Let's right. see how much. Let's right. get engaged in right. the negotiation and, and find out. So it's really about negotiating with your clients as well as with another agent as well. So it's yeah. just important words to be direct and clear and obviously not to make anybody feel one way or the other when you don't know the answer. That's a good one, actually, that should. I like that. How Number many seven times do you feel try. like I've said that? Number seven is try. People use the word try when they're uncertain. Let's just try it. I'll try to have your CMA done by, oh my gosh, this one for agents. I'll try to have your CMA done by 5 p.m. No, I'll have your CMA done by, by 5 p.m. If you know that's unreasonable, I'll have your that CMA done to you and over to you first thing tomorrow morning. Like Be clear and then follow through so that your clients know what to expect from you throughout the process of working with you. Absolutely. Right. That, that's a right. good one too. Yeah. All right. Which one do you think is most important? I think first of all, all seven of these should be ta- not only taken out of your language in terms of negotiating, but in life. Shouldn't right. be hoping for anything in life yeah. unless you're playing the lotto. Right. Uh, all of these. All of I feel these. like can't, can't is probably. You want probably. the paddle. We got to get a paddle. Oh, well, we have some. We have some rackets. Can we use the rackets? We could use the rackets. I have all three of them behind me today. I feel I feel pretty just, I feel pretty glamorous. Those might just bounce off. I don't know. The rackets. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if it leaves a sting. No, yeah, catch, well, catch it on the enough. edge. It's enough. It's enough. It'll flit. You just it's like about it's just it's the flinch. I think the flinch is is more as you know. I mean, I like. I the think. Uh, I think I, I like can't a lot. That's a great one. I would agree with you. That's the best. And I throw hope in there. Hope is just not a strategy. Hope is, is very weak, weak language in all right. areas. Or life. try. I mean, I think try. I mean, they're, yeah, I think all in different situations, each of them are appropriately. Yeah, right. Try is such, is such a weak word. I'm going to do try. is right. a better, uh, Absolutely. better way to phrase that up. So that was uh, Bernice Ross. We love Bernice. We've done, we've covered a bunch of her stuff. So we'll link that up. Uh, if you've got any negotiating words that are on your don't say list, we'd love to hear from them. Any strategies that you have uh, for winning multiple offer bids for your clients, love to hear those strategies. Absolutely. I think in this market, I think that's the most important for sure. Absolutely. No marketeer of the week. If you've got a marketeer for next week, let us know. Please say hello in the comments if you're watching the show. Subscribe, like it, share this with another agent who should be following or listening. Nicole, anything from you? No, I actually, I kind of enjoyed hearing you in my ears today. In the ears. Nice- well, you can hear me in another half hour. We got a meeting coming up. Oh boy. All right. sticking around? It sounds like I have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we should be there. <laughs> All right, guys, keep it real. Thank you. See ya.